Well, good evening, everybody. It's Chris here from the Whistlestop Cafe in Mirror, Alberta, and I am in Mirror, Alberta. And it's Carrie Crash Lambert playing with my eyebrows. I didn't realize how big they were. There you go. Well, at least you got two of them. <laughs> I could There's have one, one big unibrow. <laughs> so, well, well this, is, this is just going to be a very interesting short video. Uh, and the reason we're called Chris Bannacoot and uh, Crash Lambert is uh, we had a bit of an accident today. A bit, yeah, to say the least. Yes, but uh, just so everybody knows, we're good, we're safe, because obviously if we're not, we wouldn't be on the screen in front of you guys. Yeah, um, I'm a little bit stiff. My back hurts like crazy, hurts to breathe. Yeah. And uh, if I cough, it's excruciating. Um, same with when I yawn, sneeze, or um, breathe deep. But, you know. Just normal. don't do any of those and you'll be fine. Yeah. You know, I'll just quit breathing. Yeah. Good, good idea. So, uh, today, Carrie and I were on a little bit of a tour. Always an adventure. It's always an, an adventure with Chris. An adventure. And our tour turned into a near-death experience. Um. My eyes are actually starting to feel like they're water. So the, the graphic that we're going to show you guys is a little, uh, well, it's graphic. So um, be prepared. But I, I, on, again, I will say we're okay. Let's leave it with that. Okay. So this is what Carrie and I did today. Yeah. So what you're looking at there is uh, the favorite, my favorite vehicle that I've ever had. It's a 2006 Jeep Grand Cherokee that I just got. Uh, that's me on the phone in the background. And as you can see, our opponent is on the right. Uh, it was a train. I think I can probably scroll up a little bit. Yeah, kind of like that. So as you can see behind me, there's a ditch. It's about, I don't know, 300, 400 feet long where the snow is plowed. Uh, that's where the car was pushed by the train. This is this is one of the little one of the guys that uh, came to help out. I think he was the conductor or the engineer, and uh, I've got a better picture of. I think it's well, that's the other side. So we were kind of at a forty-five degree angle, and then uh, this is how far we were dragged. So my feet are down here, and um, so that kind of gives you a, a scope of. There's the car there. Um, well, you might be asking yourselves, well, how in the world does this happen? And you know what? I'm kind of asking myself the same thing. Um, I guess in the end, uh, the train didn't stop and neither did we because we didn't know each other was there. Yeah. Anyway, um, we're all right. No worse for wear, but uh, it was a little bit. No, it wasn't even a little bit. It was absolutely horrendously terrifying. And the worst part for me was, well, I mean, I could reach out my driver's side window and yeah. I could have touched the front of the train. Yeah. Right so there. I had a train um, on me for three or 400 feet pushing the car until it pushed it off the tracks. And all I could think about was, uh, oh my goodness, this is it. This is how I go. And I was just waiting for the train to suck the vehicle underneath with me and carry in it. And uh, what was going through my mind the most besides not being able to say bye to my kids was, Oh crap. You killed Carrie. <laughs> yeah. You know, we can kind of laugh about it, but at the time, so the analogy that I've, I've told at least a dozen people today anyways, is um, 
we, we approached the intersection and, uh, you know, we, we, it, it wasn't really marked. There was one little tiny sign. I can probably even show the picture of that. And it wasn't um, marked at all. There was about a, what was it? A 10 by 12 or 12 by 14 sign yeah. basically saying this is a uncontrolled, uncontrolled or a private, private crossing, you know, whatever it's called. Um, the one on the other side was missing, wasn't there. And really all I can say is that coming up to this, you couldn't even tell it was train tracks until you're right there. Yeah. Um, and then the train just happened to be like right there. I don't know if I can do this here. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how we approached. And there's the, uh, the warning private crossing sign over there, which I mean, Sun, I, I I never even saw it. Sun glare. It's a white yeah. sign. White snow. Everything's white. White on white. Yeah. And no railway crossing. No stop sign. No nothing like that. So, um, <clears throat> yes. How many people get hit by a train and tell the story? Yeah, absolutely. not very many. And when, the conductor, uh, yeah. After he asked if we were okay and everything, and we kind of got over the shock of what had just happened, he said, uh, "Last time we hit someone, they were dead when we went yeah. and checked on them." So. Um, so we got hit and I'm just going to kind of do the graphic on, on here. So we approached and we got hit like, well, you can tell it, that the train hit us like T-bone. And, uh, thankfully it was only, it was only doing, according to the conductor, about 25 miles an hour at that point. And, and I can probably attest to that. Um, I think there was five or six cars on it. It hit and just kept going with us there. So when you're in a traffic accident, the analogy that I've said is you get in a traffic accident and you hit and you stop, you get out, you look around. We got hit and there was no stopping. We just kept getting pushed. And tell me that's not terrifying to know not where you're going. And, and, and when is the train going to stop? And am I going to hit something else? Am I going to get, am I going underneath it? Yeah, am I going to get pushed down in an embankment or anything like that? So, uh, yeah. So, anyways, we ended up having the uh, uh, conductor come out and help us out of the vehicle. And as soon as I got out, uh, I doubled over. I thought I was going to just throw throw and toss my cookies. And there's Chris on the phone. You can see he was just, I'm going to phone people. <laughs> yeah, I think at that point I was probably on the phone with – might have been Jessica by that time, yep. uh, or maybe it was my insurance guy. I yep. can't remember. Yep. But really, we walked around in that knee-deep snow for probably 20 minutes, 25 minutes, just like, what do we do? Where do we go? Both of our shoes are filled with snow, and we're just completely just poof, mine's yep. gone. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna take that down because it's yes. actually kind of – it's like yeah, looking at that. I just – We're not looking at that anymore. Man. So in the back there, what, what happened there was we were sliding along and I had my hands on the wheel. And I remember, I'm pretty sure I was hitting the gas thinking, we got to get off these tracks and get away from this train or something ridiculous, right? Yeah. yeah. And we got to near where that is and we kind of slid off a little bit and the train pushed us off the track. Yeah, it went like but this. Then the, but then the train continued to yeah. rip pieces off the back of the car while we're sitting there. I'm like, oh my goodness, is it going to tear us underneath the rest of the train? Like, it was absolutely terrifying. We didn't and I know. Still... Number one, when we approached it, um, I, I had no sense of how fast it was going. And number two, I had no idea how long the train was. 
So if this car was, you know, if it was 100 cars long, we could have been pushed for a mile or so. Like, I have no idea, right? So anyway, it's a little traumatic, but uh, I, I really just, I thought we, we need to talk about this because we just, I, I just did an APP webinar and people were asking, how's Chris? Where's Chris? Um, is he okay? We heard about a train, etc. Is that not the Jeep you were in on Monday? Uh, yes, yep. that's the Jeep. So, <sighs> yes, my favorite vehicle it's, of all it's time. New, new favorite Jeep. It's a good thing they make more of them. But you know what? Mm. The silver lining is uh, I do have another Jeep like that, but it's the crappy V6. Mm -hmm. And this black one, the engine was still running. That's a Hemi. It's got to be a Hemi. It is. So maybe that engine will go in my red one. Who knows? Of course, I think it's going to be a while before I can uh, lift anything or bend or turn or stand without being in pain. <clears throat> so EMS showed up. You know what? So it was just, it was outside of Stetler. What was the name of the place that it was close to? It was... Uh, Forskin. Forskin. And... Um, I'm assuming the EMS came from Settler and um, they were probably there 15, 20 minutes after the phone call was done, my guess. Right. They were, they were I think they were first on the scene and then we had uh, the fire trucks come in and then uh, the police. Everybody was there. And then there was a picker truck, um, um, the CP rail guy. Um, so it, I mean, you know, we, we, we complain about, you know, like, we don't get the uh, the number of uh, vehicles involved or, or the uh, the services involved, but no, they were involved. They got there really quick. EMS asked us if we were okay, and um, and at the time, you know, you're kind of in shock, uh, nauseous, uh, a little stressed, a little tight, but beyond that, I think we were okay. And um, and it, even as it was, fast forward, to, I, I finally got home and I needed a hot shower just to kind of decompress. And as I'm washing my hair, I happen to hit a piece of glass that was embedded itself at the top of my head. <laughs> as ridiculous as that is. So if that's all I ended up having, then I think I got off pretty lucky. Yeah, we really did. Um, certainly got some angels looking out for us, I would say for sure. Yeah. Although, um, I'm probably now down to about six lives left. Mm, yeah, that's true. Did I ever tell you the story about my boat? You did, but I think everyone needs to hear this. So a few years ago, four years ago, um, I bought this just a cheap boat, but it had something awesome. It had 150 horsepower Mercury Black Max on it. And if you know anything about the Black Max, they make all the horsepower they advertise, but they also sound like a friggin' turbine on an airplane. They're loud and awesome. So I buy this cheap little boat. And I think this is going to be awesome. And I hang out with the kids on the boat. We're going to water ski, pull tubes, that kind of stuff. So I drag it out to Vancouver Island. And my Uncle Gordon and I, we spent a few days and a lot of hours redoing the upholstery and putting new carpet in because it was in rough shape. Yeah. Um, I got the engine running and tuned up as best as I could. We get it out to the lake the first day and put around a little bit. And I had some problems with fuel and uh, um, some ignition troubles. So... I go in and get parts, and then we tinker on it again that night, brought it out to the lake again the next day, and beautiful sunny day. It was 30 degrees, clear blue skies, and absolutely gorgeous, but a busy lake. Yeah. Now, I've, uh, you know, I had boats for, for a while, and I'm, yeah. I know the rules of the water and those sorts of things, but 
we ended up, I was ferrying people from one side of the lake to the other. Like we had friends that had a cabin out there and we we're bringing them back to the parking lot. Yeah. And I had my sister, my sister's baby. Um, and two of my nieces and one of my nephews, I believe in the boat with me and a little Chihuahua. And we're on our way back over to the other side of the lake, to pick more people up. And my sister says, is that skidoo going to hit us? And I look over and there's some jackass on a skidoo wide open on a busy lake, just beelining it, trying to race someone. Yeah. And I thought, no, he's not going to hit us. So I changed my course a little bit to the right so that we were, you know, not on the same trajectory, even though I had the right of way. When you're in a boat, the yeah. larger vessel has the right of way or the boat on the right hand side. That's the yeah. way it is. Yeah. Anyway, we had the right of way, but I was changing my course anyway to try and prevent something. Yeah. So then a couple seconds later, something doesn't feel right. So I look over and I see the guy turn and look behind him at the other skidoo that, or sea-doo that he's racing. That I, I've been seeing skidoo this whole time. Probably. Yeah, yeah, anyway, it was a sea yeah. And when he turned to look at the other guy, he also turned the bars and he turned right into me. And he was doing as fast as that thing was going. It, wow. And it was a new sea-doo. Yeah. If he wasn't doing 60 or 65 miles an hour, I would be surprised. Anyway, now I know something's going to happen. I cranked the wheel of that boat as hard as I could. The boat kind of stood up on its side, as they do when you steer that hard. And the sea-doo ended up hitting the back of my boat, blew an eight-foot hole in the hull of my boat. The guy went flying. He actually ended up, uh, his leg hit my prop, and my prop was spinning. But it only, it just grazed his leg, chop, 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 down to his ankle, enough to make him bleed a little bit. But it was like a, like a superficial kind of cut, right? So from the time that guy hit the boat to the time I turned around and looked and saw that the kids were okay. Everybody's wearing life jackets. Everyone was fine. Yeah. Um, I thought everyone was dead. Yeah. Like for sure. So yeah. in that instant, I had all of this huge flood of emotions. Just, I was, I was a wreck and I turned around and saw everyone was okay. Now the boat's sinking. So I end up throwing the kids off the boat towards another boat that came to, came to help. And uh, my little Chihuahua at the very end, the boat was almost all the way underwater and the chihuahua goes swimming in front of me bloop, 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 yeah. bloop, like that, just happy to be at the beach <laughs> and uh, everyone was okay. But the strange thing with that and with this, I imagine it's going to be the same thing about, I don't know, three or four days later, I'm driving down the highway and all of a sudden this wave of emotion came over me oh, and yeah. I just start bawling my eyes out in the car. I'm actually feeling it again. Yeah, And I realized what was happening is that feeling I had between the time that Sea-Doo hit the boat to the time I turned around and saw that the kids were oh, uh, yeah. fine, Yeah, I thought a bunch of my family members had died. And I felt that again. And I felt that for weeks after that. I'd be doing something completely random. I'd be in the grocery store and just start uncontrollably sobbing, yeah. having these feelings. Yeah, And, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of people who have those type of feelings, um, specifically our veterans, that it happens all the time. Like these are guys that see the things like, yeah. or have those feelings, but you know, they come to fruition yeah. and they live with that for years and years and years. And it just mentally tortures them. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of people that have that a, a lot worse yeah. and, as I, as I think about that or have thought about that, yeah. it's one of the reasons why we've, you know, we've wanted to do stuff for veterans when we can. Yeah. Uh, 
And one of the reasons why we get so upset when we hear the government offering them suicide to deal with their their issues, it's uh, it's just unfathomable. Yeah, fathomable, uh, I, just, fathomable. I just heard today about somebody that uh, was on H and uh, couldn't afford, uh, like 65, can't afford basically living. And at this point, it's it's better off that he thinks that he should be gone. So he's actually gone to court to basically say, I want to be gone. And Jeez. and I have no idea. I don't know anything really more about the case. But to me, it's like, have you really exhausted all avenues? Like, is there no one able to help you? I don't know. So it's. Uh... But there is. I mean, there are people to help. Yeah. And it's not the government. Yeah. It is not the government that we should be relying on to help us with that. Yeah. And we. we it's it's our our friends and our neighbors yeah like it was never the government or a program or anything that came to me and said oh i'll help you deal with your your uh feelings about what happened with the boat or whatever yeah it was always a friend or a family member or something and uh sometimes it's people you don't even think they're that close of friends but that you, you just, it just kind of comes down to you're both human beings and we have this uncanny ability to um, help each other through our things like that because we're both human beings. Kind of. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, Oh, I got to hit the gas and get this vehicle off the tracks. And then, Oh, I, this is how I'm going to die. Really waiting for that. And Carrie, is beside me and i think you oh were maybe god. even oh holding on to the thing and you you just kept saying oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god oh again my god. it was i had my coffee we got hit my coffee exploded all over the inside of the windshield and the, the the window so i couldn't see out anywhere and yeah and and you hit and like i said in a traffic accident it's you, you stop and you get out and assess here it's like you're being dragged and it was like oh my god oh my god oh my god like where where are we going and do I have to uh, say hello to my maker? I'm not sure. And then, and then we stop, and I'm sitting there with both hands on the wheel, and I I noticed that the car was still running. I'm like, wow, the car's still running. And I kind of pressed the gas to confirm what I'm thinking. I thought, wow, the car's still running. And I looked at Carrie. I said, do we get out? How do yeah. we get out? What yeah. what do we do? Well, yeah, just a we weird... should have come up with something really witty at that time, but. Uh... It was not a witty moment. It was just like, we need to get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. And they say everything in life is a learning experience, but I can tell you right now that is, I, I was not, yeah. um, I, I did not like that training at all. <laughs> pun, pun intended. Oh yeah. I had another one, but I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Good man. Ah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, that's, I really just wanted to let people know that we were okay. I think that's, that's, we still have to process it. I'll probably have three nights of, uh, of, uh, night terrors and nightmares, but uh, you know what will help? What? Rolling stones. Roll the, the rolling stones like Angie. Yeah. No, yeah, no. The band like Mick Jagger <laughs> pop in rolling stones and put on their uh, steel wheels tour. Oh yeah? yeah. I actually saw that tour in Minneapolis back in, I'm going to say 92 or something. Ah, so there you go, people. Thank you uh, so much for tuning in. Very quick. Nothing really political today. Come on, get on track. Boom. Yeah, I like been that. There, didn't, been there, done that, didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
In other news, um, oh, are you talking about something else? Okay. At the Whistle Stop Cafe ah, this yes. weekend. Yes. Um, I, I, I'm not sure if it's going to be Saturday or Sunday, so you have to watch the page for this. Okay. But we're going to have a very special special that day, and it's going to be for groups of six or eight people to enjoy yeah. together. Oh yes. Guess what burger we're going to be having on special? I already know. The train, the train wreck. wreck. That train wreck. Yeah. We have a burger at the Whistle Stop Cafe. Uh, it's two 32-ounce all-beef patties, a two-pound bun, two pounds of bacon, two pounds of cheese. It's huge, and uh, it feeds six to eight people. We're going to put that on special on Saturday or Sunday. I can't remember which day we had decided on, but I'll get back to you on that one. Wow. Wow. I might have to come out for that. And while we're at it, any of the Whistle Stop train wreck merch, let's do uh, 50% off. There you go. Just for fun. And it's Carrie's birthday tomorrow. No, it's what? not. No, it's not. What? Wow. The big 6-0. Yeah, big 60 for me. Yep. Yeah, it's my IQ as well. So, wow. Yeah. You got me beat by 10. Yeah. And maybe I can golf 60 on six holes. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll put a poster up on the page, but we're doing a, well, not we, but there will be a bottle drive on Saturday fundraising for some folks from uh, Coots and Milk River for that Coots found themselves on the wrong side of corruption. Yeah. Um, so that'll be a good time. Yeah. We'll, we'll put the poster up so you have all the details. Yeah. Uh, but if you got some time Saturday, why don't you swing out to the whistle stop, have a burger, Bring in your bottles, and uh, we'll raise some money for some folks that are being uh, the government pulling a train on them. Oh, is that no? I don't think that's a thing. No, they're being persecuted. They're Derailed. they're being yeah. yeah, drugged through a very tedious and long drawn out process of court, yeah. in yeah. which in this province in this country, um, people think you're guilty until you prove yourself innocent. So yeah. we just did an APP uh, webinar on some of that. So go and check that out. Ah, uh, yes, with uh, Granny Facebook and Catherine and uh, the APP Alberta Prosperity Project uh, website, and uh, their YouTube and their Facebook channel for sure. And I know they're on Bit BitChute, I think, and Rumble and all that sort of stuff. So go check it out. Uh, about an hour and a half. Uh, an hour and 45 minutes, I think, is what it is. And we covered a whole cornucopia of topics about legal, federal and provincial. So there you go. That's a great word. Cornucopia? Yeah. At the cornucopia. No, not really? Okay. No, it was great. I like it. I'm just distracted. I was looking for a comment that someone mentioned. <laughs> Thanks for, thanks for the birthday uh, greetings, people. But really, I, somebody did happy 60th. It's actually my 70th. My dad, who's 82, he still talks just like me. Like, honestly, you probably wouldn't even know that he was that old. Uh, but whenever he does the old man voice, he always changes it to this. And it's like, Dad, you're you're the old man. Like, just you talk normal. <laughs> you don't How old to... are you going to be, Carrie? I am going to be 54. Wow. 54. And you look younger than me. How do you manage that? What's your secret? It's uh, it's uh, Clairol. Really? <laughs> Interesting. 
Uh, well, that's what I've been doing wrong. I've been using septal. You know what it is? It's keep yourself pickled. Ah, I don't have any of that. Yeah, somebody actually said that to me the other day when I was drink, drinking a uh, Corona. He said, take a real drink or something like that. So spice rum and Coke, that's normally what I end up drinking anyways. But today after this this crash, I uh, I definitely needed something. So, but just one, that, that, and that's it. That's just the one. It's just, that's what I do. I'm going to do something that I never do. Should I do it? I'm going to say yes, despite that I know. Yeah. Born in 69. I wish I could say summer of 69, but it was winter of 69. Should we do a call in and let people call in with questions and comments? What? Call in? Should we do it? So, so you know that there's a lag. Well, actually, no, I guess if they call in, they'll be, we'll be responding in real time. Yeah. If you want, go. I, I have no idea. If you want to do that. Should we? <laughs> Let's try I, it. I could veto that, but yeah, okay, yeah. What the hell? Try it. Instead of yep. instead of actually somebody being a keyboard warrior, they can actually. So how are, we, are you going to put their phone up to the mic or what? Yeah, I was thinking of it. I'll just put it on speakerphone. But okay. you know, yeah, sure. Why not? Let's try it. Should we try it? Okay. Is this a bad Here idea? Go, people, here we go. So what's your phone number? I was uh, I went to high school in Winnipeg. Does that narrow things down? What? Somebody asked me where I went to school, and it's like, uh, should I also tell you my elementary school and my my first uh, my first uh, dog name and uh, the first car I had? <laughs> Those are all questions that they usually ask you for banking information and stuff. And I'm not accusing that that's what it is, but it just kind of sounded that way. <laughs> yeah. So if you call in, you'll just have to provide your name, social insurance number, mother's maiden name, and date of birth. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's right. Oh, well, somebody went to elementary in Winnipeg. A winter pegger, man is cold out, alumni, alumnus. There you go. Oh, so no Karen. one's called you yet. No one's called you yet. That's Granny K. Where's Granny K? Went to elementary school in Winnipeg. No, it wasn't. Yes. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was. Maybe it, it was. was. Wow. It absolutely was. Yeah, what's your blood type? Yeah. I'm uh, blood I'm type positive. is 0. 0.05. <laughs> Doesn't get any higher than that either. Um, yeah, O positive. So I'm a what they call a universal. Oh, here we go. <laughs> this could be a new segment that we do all the time, or not at all. <laughs> Hello, you've reached the Chris and Carrie show. <laughs> they hang up. <laughs> Well, maybe not. Well, the call waiting. Yeah, it's Hi, the friend. it's the Chris and Carrie show. How are you? Good. How are you? We're doing okay. A little bit stiff, but uh, not any worse for wear. And I guess at our age, being stiff really isn't such a bad thing. <laughs> no, this is true, right? Yeah. <laughs> what were you guys doing? Not paying attention or what? Well, I wouldn't go quite that far. I guess it was a series of unfortunate events. We were actually out I'm looking for. Okay. We were yes, looking for too. a car, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we, well, it, yeah. I, you probably don't remember, but I met you at the Airdrie APP. Oh, okay. Last year. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah we've been in a few I, of those. Oh, I know. I spent the day sitting with Jeff, though. So. <laughs> ah, yes. Yep. Oh, and the calls. I just wanted to. <laughs> 
Just keep coming. I just wanted to say hello, and I'm glad you both are okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah, and keep up the good work. I'm watching as much as I can, and I'm yelling at it as much as I can. That's right. We're trying to, we're trying to bring awesome. the word out as much as we can. All right. Well, you have a great night. Thank okay, you. kid, you take care. You too. Thanks. Hello, Chris and Terry Show. Hey, Chris. Hello. I saw your posted there and you said your phone, so here I am. There you yeah, go. Yeah, who am I speaking with? Don Douglas here from Silver Lake. Don Douglas, how are you tonight? Not bad. I've been kind of following your case there a bit. Oh, yes. About your incident there. Yep. Yep. So what can I tell you? Have you, have you got a question? Driving here last fall, I wasn't really paying too much attention. Went to turn. Here's a flipping train. Jeez. Post, man, like post. Mark, mm. it's just flashback to when I was working rigs up Wainwright. Just about got nailed. Same thing. That's twice in a row now. So I'm very careful. Yeah. And I've never had an experience like this before. Like this, this crossing, not only did it not look like a crossing, but there's no signs, like not one and there should have been the big the big know. cross there should have been a stop sign but you know what yeah, very Again, very strange the rules, the rules are that they don't have to if it's from macomb originally and yeah. we were actually branding that day it was in the summertime i can't remember in the late 60s we heard this real loud bang and then you could see all this black smoke so we all hopped in the truck and went over right by the milton road there yeah. it was a bad crossing and the cattle was coming across there and he must not have known yeah and the day and cut that tractor right in half. It was not a pretty sight. I was talking to one of my customers today, and he was telling me about that exact same story on that Milton Road, right? That's right. It yep. was coming from Oz, uh, Feedlot. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Small world. Small world. That's. It's not the first time this has happened out here. I'm sure it won't be the last. But I, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think we could probably do something to prevent it. We'll see. I think even just or having a stop sign or flashing lights, like home's real bad yeah. because of all the train tracks right in town. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've heard two horror stories of uh, two people fatalities there. But what did like did your car get wrecked or anything? Or oh yeah, the car is absolutely I, wrecked. I think it's drivable. I think we yeah. could. Uh, we could well, just... you know what? It's actually not that bad. I'm going to put it for sale on Facebook Marketplace. It's got a little slight damage to the driver's side and the back's yes. ripped off. One tire is missing, but yeah. you know, other than that, the good coat of wax, she's good to go. Five grand. Easy to do is whistle stop with the train <laughs> with your accident you could to get some mileage out of advertising that somebody <laughs> actually commented and said uh really chris and carrie from the whistle stop taken out by a train wow <laughs> with the iron the iron of that. Yeah. that that was like a joke it was like a tongue-in-cheek thing but yep hyperbole yeah. eh? <laughs> the universe is strange but i do have some other calls here that are trying to come in so i better let you go but thank you very much for sharing your story i appreciate it you as well. On your case. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Oh, I missed the other call. Oh, okay. Yeah, they all came at once. Sorry, folks. We only have one. Well, I only have one line. That's actually my... Oh, there's one more. We'll right. take one more after this, and then we're going to probably wrap it up. I'm going to... Uh, somebody was asking about the picture. Hello. Hello. You're on the Chris and Carrie show. Hey, Chris. Hi. Harry? There you go. Something well, like I'm that. talking to. This is Chris. Hey, Chris. You can't hear Carrie because I'm too far away. My friend. 
Oh, thank you. I can phone you right from the get-go, and you have the courage, the courage to fight them MO, <laughs> those buggers. And I'm so proud of you, and I'm so supportive of you, and I share everything, everything that happens with your program, where you travel, all of that. And I just want to be, I just want to let you know how thankful I am for you. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. And just so you know, I ran out of steam a long time ago. I ran out of energy, and I wanted to give up, but it's... uh... Believe it or not, it's people like you who phone and say things like this and people like Carrie who, um, you know, say, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, we got hit by a train when I can't speak. Yeah, That's the only reason I can keep going. So um, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. I've been a keyboard warrior overall. The crap that's going on in our country is shameful. Um, but anyhow, I'm so thankful for people like you. And keep doing what you're doing because you got people on the side helping or trying. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. And right, you're going to make me cry, so I'm going to have to sign off on this phone call. <laughs> you have a good night, love. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye now. Bye. Well, this is a little, little more difficult than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. That's that's what it's all about, right? Reaching out and uh, letting people know that you love them before you can't tell them that. So yeah, because that uh, almost happened today. Ah, we got one more here. It is our friend Jim. What, Jim? Okay. Well, good evening, Jim. You're on the Chris and Carrie show. Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, you know, I just uh, got on late, so I didn't quite catch with you guys. But obviously, uh, you and a train met, and you guys are okay. Yeah. So I'll, uh, are you still watching? Yeah, I am still watching. Yeah. There you go. I'm turning my phone down. Yeah. Um, I just thought I'd share a, another kind of a train-related story uh, that I uh, that happened near our place here. There was a guy next road over on the other side of Highway 2. Uh, in the winter, he come over a bit of a bump, and there was a train going by, and he hit the brakes, and he actually slid into the train. Yes, yeah. And he got caught between two cars. Oi. So, he, and his windshield blew out, and and uh, it was a kind of a winter day, but he wasn't wearing his coat. Anyways, he's now heading with the train down the tracks towards Sylvan Lake, and he's stuck in between two cars in, in his truck. Oh well, my goodness! Doors, so he crawls while the train is moving. He crawls over the hood, grabs onto the train, and just as he does that, the truck catches something and flies off into the field. And wow! So now it's like minus ten, and he's without a coat, stuck on a train, heading to Silver Lake. And probably and he goes probably through Silver Lake, flying. And he's and, and people see this guy. He's waving at cars as he's going through town. So people see this broken up truck in Red Deer County and call it in. There's nobody around. Wow. And it's smoking. And then people are calling in 911 about a guy on a train in Silver Lake. And he's now 15, 20, 30 minutes into this ride between these these boxcars. And uh, he's heading towards Eckville. Jeez. Anyways, anyways, this is a true story. It actually made the National Enquirer. But uh, he's uh, coming towards Eckville, and now he's freezing. And he's, he's like, losing the feeling in his arms and stuff. So finally, he decides he's got to take matters in his own hand. And he pulls the pin. 
on the train and which of course decouples it and so then the train separates a little bit but then as soon as the air pressure is gone all the brakes lock up and now ah. the two pieces come crashing together right where this guy is and it was funny because with all the phone calls the rcmp were just on the phone to the conductor of the train to try to get him stopped he's on the phone to the police when this uncoupling happens anyways causes like a 20 car derailment and there's a farmer in his field right out there by Eckville who hears all the commotion, sees all the, the stuff. And uh, he drives on this snow-covered field, and here comes out of this mess walking this guy who lived through all of this. So he had a bit of a more exciting time than you did. But Yeah, no you know, kidding. Any, any, any meeting with a train and you walk away, you're doing good. Yeah, I, I totally agree. So there was uh, not too long ago, just a, I think it was just a few months ago, there was a, I believe it was a young mother who actually um, hit or got hit by the train on Highway 21 just south of Bashaw, and she didn't make it. And I remember oh, hearing that story and thinking, how does this happen? Like, how does somebody not see a train? And, like, in some cases, you just don't see the train. It's and this, and, and on 21, you know, there's the red flashing lights, and 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 I think there might even be a bar. I can't remember. Um, where we were, there was absolutely nothing, yeah. but still, uh, I guess it just goes to show you really don't, you really can't understand until you're in the situation. So just hope you're never in that situation. Well, you know, where we're located here, you're crossing the tracks right before you come to our place here. Cause it is these tracks I'm talking about for this. <laughs> but I was coming here one day in the fog and, uh, you know, doing like, I don't know, 60, 70 clicks down the gravel and i'm coming up on the rise towards and all of a sudden i'm like something was wrong and i couldn't see i couldn't see the train there's no reflectors on it yeah and so last minute i'm just laying on the brakes and uh, i get sliding and i missed it by about five feet but it was just sitting there stop and in the black with no with no reflectors on oh, it and wow. so i actually called the train company and i'm like yeah. like you need to get some reflectors on these things Jesus. and i've noticed in the years since because that was 15 20 years ago that they've done better with that but yeah no i mean if it's foggy if you don't know the area, there's, and I mean, that train that I dealt with was sitting still, but the one this guy had, it was just ice. It was clear ice. And, mm -hmm. you know, he just couldn't, he come over rise. He couldn't stop and he hit it. But yeah, no, they're not very forgiving things. Yeah. And that was here too. I, by the time I hit the brakes, the, you know, right by the crossing was glare ice and we weren't going anywhere but straight. So that's, I still yeah. say if I had hit the gas, I would have made it, but, you know, hindsight's well, yeah, likewise. Even if you did, I yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I was when 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 that train hit us, um, it hit right beside me, and I literally I kind of watched the car crumple before my eyes, and I swear I could reach out and touch the front of that train. Oh, that's a that's a kind of a soil your trousers kind of a moment right there. <clears throat> yeah, I cannot believe it. For all the times Carrie and I talk about uh, shit in our pants, we didn't in this time, and I oh, really think that would have been the time. That would have been, nobody would have faulted you on that one, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, I did, but I never tried. I'm trying to get you and you get in and you pull out in the end. Well, we'll yeah, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. So, well, anyway, thanks for, thanks for calling Jim and, and okay, thanks for all your support, by the way, over the, over the last few years. And, uh, you know, we, we met under strange circumstances and we've come full circle and now, uh, we got some new friends. So I really appreciate it. It's all good. And, uh, just keep doing what you're doing and I'll help wherever I can. Awesome. Thanks, Jim. Take care. Bye. You too. Good night. Thanks. Well, there you go. Yeah. Okay. I like that phone in thing. Maybe we should that try and figure out how to do that. Right. That worked out pretty good. And even having your phone up near the uh, the mic actually worked out pretty good too. You can hear it okay? 
Yeah. Other than there's that delay, I'm sure, because, you know, they they're talking and they won't hear themselves for 30 seconds or whatever it is. But that's. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's just like the, I, I didn't hear because of the echo cancellation. I don't hear any of their voice on the. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're right. you're right. Versus I would. So. Yeah. All right. Oh, good point. Chris, you said if you had hit the gas, you would have made it. But you actually did make it. We did make it. We did. I guess if I hit the gas, the car might have made it. But I, I suppose they make cars every day. Yeah. You know, it's hard to say. Uh, yeah. I mean, we could have clipped on the back. Uh, it could have locked up. It, the wheels could have spun. Uh, like, it could have been worse. Yeah, exactly. All I know is that, uh, you know, someone was looking out for us. Yeah. Well, not just someone. Yeah. So. All right, then. Well. <laughs> the uh, things we'll do for content i mean uh, wow right so what are we doing tomorrow yeah. uh nothing like that no that's for sure no i'm going for breakfast or for uh birthday dinner that's what i'll do awesome <laughs> where are you going for dinner the keg oh uh, probably the keg. yeah mm, i like the keg yeah i do too i like the steak mm. good old yeah. alberta beef I like going out for dinner with you when I coincidentally forget my wallet. <laughs> Which is like all the time. Yeah. All right. Anyways, thank you so much for tuning in, people. We Again, we I just wanted to update you what was going on. So we're okay. We're all good. And, uh, yeah, we'll probably end up going to see the doctors tomorrow just to make sure that we're all good and, uh, and still uh, walk around safely. Drive well, around. you know, I, I did go... Um, I did try and go see the doctor just in case. Cause I, I have these weird worries. Like did my body experience too many G forces and my organs separated from where they're supposed yeah. to be? Yeah, yeah. Is my aorta stretched and it's going to blow up while I'm sleeping. I, I think about these things, right? Yeah. So I did go to the doctor, but the unfortunate thing right now is as good as our frontline healthcare workers are, I mean, they're amazing. They're fantastic. They're, they're amazing human beings they're for passionate. the job they yeah. do for us. They're understaffed. They're un, there's, there's not enough people. There's not enough resources. Um, the, our healthcare system is an absolute shambles. And I went to the ER and I said, oh, I need to get checked out. I got hit by a train. And the response I get is, I'm sorry, but we have no rooms, no beds, no, we don't even know when we can get you in. Yeah. And so now what's going through my mind is, okay, well, if the ER is backed up, um, obviously there's people that are going to need the ER much more than I do. So I can't sit here and occupy a room no, when someone true. else is going to need it. So that's I just went home and if it gets worse, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll go back. But, uh, you know, they're, they're having a really tough time. They're, yeah. they lost a lot of people and they're, uh, some of them are working for a place where it's just taken the wind out of their sails after they've been treated the way they have for the last year, you know? Mm-hmm. So thank you for the ones who are still there and trying to make uh, the best of it. Yeah. We appreciate you. All right. Okay. okay, that's all. Yeah. So it, I guess if we hadn't done the live about the train wreck, yes, um, we would have been doing a live about another train wreck. Another train wreck. Yeah. Our federal minister of finance, uh, Miss Freeland, is oh, in yes. Davos, Switzerland. Yes, she is. Yes, at she the is. World Economic Forums or Forum uh, Summit, yep. discussing how they can 
What are they doing? Whatever they're they're democracy. I believe the the term that they said was their uh, their connect. Canada's democracy is the strongest it's been, and you know people want to live under democracy. I don't even know what it was, but it was like, are you kidding? You're saying these things as you're trying to uh, come back and uh, expropriate land for caribou, and you you absolutely hate us and freeze your bank accounts and yeah. Anyways. Yeah, uh, and I think she, she's the, she's the only one, as far as I know, from Canada who's there. Yes, yeah, she is the only one. I think because uh, Trudeau just had his vacation, and I guess he didn't want to spend another vacation out in Davos. I think he's on a vacation. He's always on a vacation. Yeah, I noticed that in Montreal, his motorcade got blocked by protesters demanding his resignation. So he probably got fake COVID again and is hiding. I would imagine. Probably. Well, it's that time of year. You know, yep. Everyone gets COVID now. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I have a picture of the new COVID variant. Yeah. What? No. That doesn't look good. Dragon. The Kraken. Yep. Wow. Are we are we supposed to be inside that little submarine? Uh, that's probably us. Yeah. 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 That's, that's definitely us. Yeah. And, uh, Phil, Filma is Phil really going to get us. Yes. Yeah. They never I'm mentioned, right. they never mentioned his first name. His first name is Filma. Last name is Kraken. <laughs> Thank God we didn't hit the Kraken uh, with the, with your car. I know that would have left a mess. Yep. All right. Bedtime for me. Good night, everybody. I'll rub some tiger bomb on my broken ribs. I'm going to finish this and then just go crash. No, I'm, I'm just going to go sleep. Wow. Too soon. No, it's not too soon. Way too soon. Way yeah. too soon. No, it's not. Right. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> All right. Good night.